In this season of Inspire and Innovate, a podcast for educators, we take on the faculty-admin divide. I'm going to be honest. When I was a full-time faculty member in middle school, high school, higher ed, I kind of saw administrators as the bad guys. And to be fair, one of the dudes I worked for, the one that screamed at me when I was eight months pregnant because I had the audacity to allow my ninth graders to line up to leave right before the bell rang, had an affair with another English teacher, and wasn't honestly that nice a dude. But even the ones really great administrator I had my first year of teaching, shout out to Julie Bowers, totally, utterly terrified me. How could these school leaders possibly know what was best for my classroom? And anyway, power always corrupts, even those with the best of intentions. Well, now I am an evil administrator and it is easy to lose touch of what's going on in the classroom. That's why my favorite people to talk to are faculty, still the smartest, most in-touch people in the room any time of day. But guess what? The whole us versus them vibe is absurd. Because y'all, as I remind my three kids during road trips or when we're all attempting to clean the house, same team, same goals. I wish there were clear-cut villains and good guys in this life, but the longer I live, the clearer it becomes. We're all doing the best with the knowledge and skills and experiences and energy that we have. And do we all make mistakes too? You betcha. That's why I dedicate this podcast season to a proverbial clearing of the air, saying what needs to be said, because the most vicious of cycles is closing the door to your echo chamber, rolling your eyes, and making comments to your buddies about those faculty or those admin. So this season, we're going to look each other in the eye, the us and the them, whichever us or them you are, and we are going to share stories and words that reflect our truths and lived realities on a variety of themes that matter to this pursuit that we share, educating youth. In today's episode, Starting Fresh, Building Community with Faculty and Admin from Foundations, so much of the issues and misunderstandings that arise between faculty and admin result from long histories, things that happened in the past in an institution, habits of interaction, and a lack of adaptability or willingness to change. Well, what if you had a blank slate, a fresh start, all smooth sailing? We're going to have an honest conversation with faculty and administrators in our fabulous new division today, Foundations, which serves infants through twos. What successes and challenges have come along with all of this exciting newness? I am so lucky to be joined by three incredibly dedicated humans today. Dr. Sheena White, Head of Foundations, Tabitha Gibson, Assistant Director of Foundations and current Pre-K-1 teacher, and Brittany Brown, Instructional Assistant for the Older Twos, as well as a parent of a Pre-K-3 or of her own. Um, thanks so much to the three of you for joining yes. me today. We're excited. We're excited to have this conversation. Mm, super pumped. Super pumped. Well, you know what? I Foundations was a new division in St. Andrews starting the school year. Mm -hmm. But the three of you come with all sorts of experiences, not just at St. Andrews, but beyond. Right. Um, and so we're, we're excited to, to learn a little bit about the three of you. Can you share a little bit about who you are and any of your varied experiences that led you to the roles you fill today? Sure, 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 sure. I'll start. I started out as an instructional assistant in the Jackson Public School District. Hate to think about this. It's been almost 20 years ago. Wow. 
She looks so, like she's 20 for people that can't see her face. That's I crazy. thought about it. I was like, oh my goodness. I was 19 when I started out in the profession. And I taught as an instructional assistant, or I was an instructional assistant for about two years. And I thought, I really like this. I need to like go to school, finish it up so I can get in a lead teaching position. And so that's kind of what I did. Went back, just focused on finishing up my undergraduate degree, and that's what I did. And after that, I landed a position teaching pre-K-3 and pre-K-4 with Head Start. And so I was an assistant for two years, worked with Head Start for two years, and I thought, okay, I think I want to circle back to the public school sector. And so I went back, took and passed Praxis 1 and 2, landed a job teaching kindergarten, kind of where I started. And I did that at Ann Smith for about six years. And during that time, I finished up my master's and... um, Decided to go back and get my doctorate, and during that, and I thought, okay, so I can't do all this at once. I need to take a sabbatical from mm-hmm. from teaching and spend some time doing some research. And so that's what I did. Took some time off from teaching and did some research. And during that time, um, Mary McCall, who's a first Aww. grade teacher here, Shout sent me a text. Yes, sent me a text message, and she was like, "If you are thinking about getting back into the profession." Um, you should apply for a kindergarten position at St. Andrews. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And so I applied and taught kindergarten here for one semester pre-COVID when all the craziness happened. Wow, yeah. And fast forward, the head of school at the time approached me. He said, hey, um, we're thinking about starting an infant and toddler program look into what it takes to get a program like that started and um, come back to us with, with, with some research. And so that's kind of where I am. So, Wow. Little yeah. did you know you would end up. I mean, that's crazy. I you came here to teach kindergarten and how curvy life is. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm on a totally different end of the spectrum from teaching to leading. So it's very cool. But yeah. also hopefully always so intertwined as well. Oh, right? absolutely. Makes you so good at your job. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the basis and the foundation for mm-hmm. it all. Yeah. Thank you, Sheena. Yeah. Sheena. I'm looking around the table. <laughs> yes. Well, here's my background <laughs> drop. Um, So back in 2003, I landed a job in the federal building child care facility and I started out as a assistant I walked in on the first day and they were like you're gonna be with the one-year-olds and I was like okay let's do this (laughs) and so I um many years there I kind of moved up the pole of leadership uh to there um I did everything as being a cook a teacher uh kind of playful had to be a security guard at moments, a nurse. Yes. I've seen it all. And so um, I actually love what I do. Early childhood is me. Um, I can't describe it any other way. And so I met Sheena through her research. Oh, Um, she was, uh, yes. (laughs) She was landing, uh, doing some research like in the community Uh to see where, you know, childcare was needed and all Mm -hmm. that. And so she set up a tour where I was currently working. And so we met through that way. And so we kind of got just to talking and she was like, so then towards the end, uh, she kind of told me what she was there for because at first, you know, she had a a preschooler (laughs) that was looking for a spot. Right. So, uh, it was like at the beginning of COVID, and so we were just kind of 
trying to fathom through how yeah. I was going to do tours, mm-hmm. how I was going to accept new kids, because everybody was in the unknown stage. Oh and so um, <clears throat> she was actually the first virtual tour that I conducted really? at my previous job. Yes. And so once that was like the the groundwork and from there it's just we built up and so I harassed her so much I kept knocking on the door like hey I want to learn more can I see your handbook yeah you found the right person yes that is yes that is how we connected so my story is to Tabitha I could not believe when I saw Tabitha was coming to St. Andrews because she it felt like home a little bit when we first moved here we visited her prior uh, place for our kids, and it was so important to us. I still remember being so nervous. I, we moved from Indiana, so it felt like far down yeah. south. I was like, oh, Mississippi, do they really have schools? Will my children serve? And, you know, my youngest at that time was six months, so pretty young. Mm-hmm. And I had three. And I one of our biggest concerns was finding a good place for them. And we had visited, I think, three places in Matt. Like, we visited all sorts of these places for babies and could not find a place that, like, felt safe, that felt comfortable, that felt honestly like what we already had in Bloomington, mm-hmm. Indiana. You know, like we right. were like, where's the wood furniture? Like everywhere right. we went was kind of yucky and there were, there were just too many babies in one room crying. It's just, it's hard. And I mean, I'm like, telling you, that's what I heard from a lot. When we surveyed um, internal and external constituencies to find out what they were looking for in the program, that was the number one thing they were looking for. Like they wanted a nice facility. It's like, it does matter. And maybe it's because you can control so very little as a parent mm-hmm. of a baby. Like you really, they can't tell you what the day is like. So you fixate maybe too much. You fixate so much on the facility and the sense of nurture, right? The yes. sense of attention. And mm-hmm. when you walk into a, a daycare facility and you hear a lot of crying, you see one really busy, poor like person trying to get from, right? Like, And so yeah. we walked into this prior institution. I think Tabitha was sitting there serving an administrative yeah. capacity, but you calm, were always chill. in the classroom. You were all so calm and chill. Yeah. You were always in the classroom. So you were also very, very present in the classrooms. And um, man, just got a good vibe right away. And it was not, so I know there was someone else as well that was sort of managing mm-hmm. it. We didn't really get to know her. It was you. You were the person that was always there face to face that would say hello, that would say, good morning, Aliana. Good morning. You know, that would deal with the fact yeah. that that dumb baby would not take a bottle. I just had the conversation the other day. I'd have to drive every day to nurse her because she was so stubborn. She still is. Oh, that girl. That girl. So, she's born in May. She is hard. She, she's not. She's in November. I don't, know. I don't know what to say about that baby. But I thought it was bullheaded. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then the other thing you bring up, both of you, mm-hmm. which I hadn't thought of in the context of this interview, is, is Foundations was born in the middle of COVID. And, like, yes. that is a weird birthday. <laughs> yeah. a weird context yes. with which to be mm-hmm. conceived. Okay, this is a weird metaphor. We'll stop. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> I, it's just that we got to bring that back. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah. But before we do that, we have one more fabulous contestant. Yeah. You're not a contestant. You're a guest. Um, Brittany, tell us. I'm excited to learn more about you. Yeah, so I started... Um, child care back in 2014. That's when I actually graduated from high school. And so I had this bright idea that I would go to the Art Institute and be a chef. But in <laughs> Texas, yes, so that's why I started. So I was in Texas and I thought I would be a chef. So I ended up getting a job at a daycare there. And that's kind of how it started. And I, and I just, I was like, oh, I love this just from that. And Can I so, pause you? Yes. Child- from my vantage point, it's the hardest thing in the universe. Just being a parent, even. What did you? What is there to love? What made you love it? What or how did you know? Like, what was the moment where you were like, "This is it"? The light bulb. The yeah. aha Moment. So, just to get a little deep, 
<laughs> which me and Tabitha had this conversation before, I, um, I grew up in foster care, and so I had this teacher that um, she was there for me. She was like an advocate for me. Mm -hmm. She was always there for me. And so I wanted to be that for mm. children. Uh -huh. You know, I wanted to be that person that somebody could come to. And so that's what really made me do it. That's real. That's real. It's a building, right? And that's, yes. that's like the routine, the only routine we have. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Yes. Okay, I interrupted you. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I, back in 2014, I was working in childcare, and then I moved back to Mississippi and landed a job at Baptist Child Development Center back in 2017. Mm -hmm. And so I worked there for about five years, actually, until I came here. Okay. Um, I, so, so I toured St. Andrews for my son, and at that time I knew nothing about foundations, didn't know it was in the making or anything, so I was like, I love this school, I love the atmosphere, and I was like, I really want my son to go here, and so when I found out about foundations, I was like, this would be perfect, he can go here and then I can work here, and so I applied and then I got the job, and so... That's what kind of led me to where I am. Can, can you cook for us soon? <laughs> That's the important question. Now, she does bake. She has fixed oh, a lot of stuff for us. Yes. So. This, is, yeah. this is related to teaching. Yes. Uh -huh. we, 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 we That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, we have this in common. We were both parents, sort of. Like, you didn't start yet, but we were both parents of kids at St. Andrews before we worked here. It's an interesting way in, I think, for yes. sure. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Well, thanks to the three of you for all of that. And, like, this podcast is enough for me already because I didn't know. I just learned something about <laughs> all of you. But I mean, the purpose of today is to really think about this idea of what is it like to start fresh and start a new division and particularly this season, we've been thinking about this perception of how sometimes there's a divide between the folks mm -hmm. in the classroom on the trenches with kids and then the administrators making the decision. And mm -hmm. even in Tabitha's story and Sheena's story, what we really heard is that such a silly dichotomy because it's constantly a back and forth between those mm -hmm. two roles and those of us in admin are always drawing on teaching experience or mm -hmm. actually actually teaching because you need they need, they need another person in the room yeah and we're right. always jumping yeah. in and, and teaching all the time but even so we thought that's a that seems to be a theme that would interest people to talk through um and so I think a good question maybe to start with is how um Tabitha you and Sheena and Sheena I know that you primarily initially were the sole kind mm -hmm. of brainstorm person on your own, and then I bet you were so glad to get a, another idea Absolutely, yeah. person with you. But as administrators, how did you think about starting the division off? And I think this idea of community is an interesting one to kind of also land in. How did mm -hmm. you build that community between folks that are instructional assistants as well as lead teachers? I would say we started out on the right foot by building an amazing team. We were very mindful about the individuals that we brought on board, yeah. you know, such as Tabitha, lots of experience and mm -hmm. bringing her passion yeah. um, for early childhood education. So I think that's kind of where it started in terms of, and I think that's pretty much why Foundations has been as successful as it's been. Yeah. I think yeah. it's been the teachers and um, like in the classrooms, the work that they're doing every day and really being, we were really intentional on the front end about recruiting and attracting individuals mm -hmm. that um, were familiar with the profession. Mm -hmm. I think some things that hadn't that hadn't gone as well is like for me personally, you heard me mention that I have been in the public school sector mm -hmm. for a while, like K twelve, yeah. and and being accustomed to sort of that framework. 
which is totally different from childcare. Mm, yeah, and so when yeah. you when you recruit teachers that are not accustomed to yeah. the long hours and things like yeah. that, like that really did not work out for us this year. And so sort of reframing and recalibrating and thinking about next year and saying, okay, 7.30 to 5.30 doesn't work for teachers. We need a different schedule. So sort of recalibrating, I think, is I think um, is really kind of the direction we're headed in. And, yeah. And, and sort of um, building that strong team on the front, I think, has really um, been one of the key components of, of the success of foundations, I would have to say. So the current, uh, back to the hours, because uh-huh. I think it's interesting. I mean, and I didn't ask necessarily about, like, working conditions, mm-hmm. but, like, those two things are so intertwined, and like this, this comes up a lot here too in terms of whether people feel like they belong. Yeah. Often the conversation turns to, well, it's unfair that, or mm-hmm. not everyone's carrying their load. Yeah. The sense of like equity yes. is often, I think, mm-hmm. heavy. I was just messaging with another teacher about that in terms of like, sometimes if you feel like you're the only one enforcing a rule, or you're mm-hmm. the only one covering the duties, or you're the mm-hmm. only one raising your hand and saying yes. It can get like exhausting and you don't feel yeah. like you're part of a team. Okay, so those hours um, at foundations currently are 7.30 to 5.30 mm-hmm. for lead teachers and instructional assistants? Or well, that the teachers leave at 4.30. Okay. But okay. even that is very different 730 from to what 4:30 we're to, yeah. versus I think, gosh, what were 3.30. 3.30 yeah. ECC folks mm-hmm. can leave. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's real. 3.30 or 3 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Tabitha, Brittany, what, Brittany, what do you think about that question in terms of thinking about, and you know, you can also pull from past experiences as an administrator, not just St. Andrews. So as I look back, um, the beginning work of foundations, when I first re- when we first connected to okay. talk, you know, the standard was set, you know, um, she had did her research. I mean, it was mm-hmm. ABC. And so I remember the first week of orientation, um, everything was laid out, you know, day one, yeah. you know, this is what, this is what St. Andrews is. We heard yeah. the history, yeah. we heard That's everything. Right. <laughs> and then the next day was something else, getting your classroom in order. Mm-hmm. Day three was curriculum. So everything was... It was like it was already set up for you. All you had to do is walk into it. And so that makes a difference. Good. So when you, you have some people that are sporadically of the moment, uh, then you have somebody that yeah. they're going to research, they're going to have it planned out. And I think, I think I'm kind of in between because yeah. sometimes that plan can change. That's, That's right. And right. so That's you have to be flexible, flexible be to flexible. know that it can change. And so those are the things that really matter. And I think that has really been great for foundations. I love the word foundations because, yeah. you know, when you think about infancy and toddlers yeah. and things like that, that's the foundation. Those are the re- really years that you really create these little yeah. humans mm-hmm. into what, trying to shape them what they should be or need yeah. to be to get them where they need to be. And so it really mattered that, you know, everything was set up when we was entering into a community that was established. Yeah. And so you had this backboard behind you to say, okay, we're here. Yeah. We just don't know about the foundations part, but yeah, yeah. we're already established. That's so we're true. welcoming you to this. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, every time you saw somebody, we yeah. had the events for a new faculty and yeah. all that. And so it really made a difference to say, hey, we're welcoming you here. Good. And so to see smiling faces, it mattered. Yes. Oh, I'm glad to hear that experience. And Because me, I was switching from my job from 18 years. So I knew everything oh. about this job to 
do a change, I was like, what am I walking into? Yeah. What am I doing this? And so it really mattered to have the support of the community to be like, oh, we want to see those babies. I remember, the first, oh my God. I remember the first week, the first day I pushed the buggy around campus. It's like, we got two inches and somebody stopped us. They're like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so yeah, that's one of the perks about being prepared. Yeah. That's so good to hear because oftentimes as an administrator, I do worry about foundations being um, it being foundations and then lower school, middle school, and upper school, yeah. you know, foundations and the rest of the community. And so that uh -huh. separation and that divide. So I really worry about that. So I'm grateful to hear you say that you did feel a part of the community. And I feel like that's an ongoing yeah. um, thing that we'll continue to just have to work on. And that's why for me it was so important to have foundations, faculty, and staff a part of professional development and, and things like graduation. So I'm grateful that we, we were very intentional about creating those opportunities to have foundations um, staff as much as possible. I know our schedules are crazy, but as much as possible included in, in school-wide and whole school initiatives. Yes. Yeah. I think we're still getting better. Yeah. And like even Sheena and I, now we're meeting, like yes. we have a regular calendar and I, in my job, I kind of work full full school. And so I can help with that. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, even we weren't touching base enough. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I forgot again. Foundation. You know, like I think yeah. it is this moment of like, Oh yeah. Foundations. Oh, yes. oh yeah. And, and I think that has been the culture of the school. And it makes yeah. sense. I yeah. mean, the school has been established. I mean, there are a lot yeah. of deep rooted traditions that we love and that we don't want to get away from. But I think it's also important um, to, to be mindful that we do have a fourth division and we have to stop and say, Oh, like you mentioned, what about foundations? So I think over time, this is year one. We'll get it. We'll get it. We're going to get better and better. <laughs> well, Brittany, you represent sort of, we, we've heard a bit from the administrator side as well as like instructor and, and also joining the community. But there's also sort of this historical like story about assistance, right? And like mm. this notion of like lead teacher versus, and I don't really mean versus, like <laughs> we know often it's a co-teaching, amazing partnership, and that's the best way. I just wrote a little paper with some, uh, with Sana and Robin actually about how they used video during COVID. And like, they talk about, even though Sana was officially the assistant at that time and Robin was the real, she the was real so teacher with technology, it was so much, especially in that moment, it was a co-teaching and to hear them talk about it was so beautiful and like dialogic. They were both in it. Um, but it's hard and I think sometimes we do better and sometimes we don't do well with it. So feel free to share openly or not, you know, how, how you felt coming in in your particular role and, and, you know, initially kind of getting oriented to this community. Did you feel part of it? Did you feel like you were on the periphery? Yeah, so it was it was definitely something new for me because I was transitioning from a lead teacher position to a teacher mm -hmm. assistant, you know, which I had been doing for almost six years. And so I knew that it would be changed for me. But once I came, it was like the vibe was so welcoming. Got you it. know, everything was in place, like Tabitha said, and you can tell it was well thought out. So I've been having a really great experience. It I haven't been feeling like there's a lead teacher and there's a teacher to, teacher assistant. We work together, yeah, you know. Um, we know that we both have jobs to do. You know, we 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 make it work. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been it's been a good experience for me. There's plenty of work to be done. Yes. Telling you, yes. Like, yes. there's no time for like an ego power trip. Oh yeah. Who's in charge? Yeah. Yeah. But looking at the community, like in other places where you go, you hear other stories that are 
far more worse than okay. the little thing that we might have to like glitch out. Yeah. So it's nothing compared to perspective. Uh, is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> always room for improvement, but yeah. Yeah. There's always room for improvement. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I think I'd be interested in sort of what goals you have and maybe it's an improvement goal. Maybe it's just continuing what we have going on and in relation to the current vibe you have going on in foundations and the way the community is both large being incorporated into the whole school or just your your little cute space which is probably going to continue growing and who knows uh with all the need in our community it's just crazy (laughs) and for folks who don't know there's what i heard from sheena there's a wait list as long yes as the students that we have enrolled so we currently have 71 students enrolled and we have a a pretty a pretty hefty weight a weight pool as we like to say of about 80 so It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. Need. It's, it's a need wonderful. In the community. Yeah. yeah. And so we're filling a need in the community while also attending to building our own community. Yes. So yeah, like if you picture five years from now, like what what can we do either as a whole school better or in your own little country of foundations to, to create community? One of the things I think it would be just like to come together more per divisions. Yeah. Like I remember the first, the second, no when we, of course, we started in July, and mm-hmm. ECC and Lord School started in August. And so when we got a chance, I remember one day walking down to the cafeteria to get some lunch, and the ECC um, teacher was like, hey, what's your name? Yeah. And it was like, we feel like we don't know any of you over there. And so <laughs> it's just our hours and what we're doing. Sometimes we'll see them in passing yeah. and not just able to just collaborate more Yes. Um, as far as um, – the community is concerned. Yes. And I feel like sometimes when I come to North Campus, like this is a whole new world. <laughs> I have to remind myself, this is a part of St. Andrews <laughs> where you were. I know. Yeah. So it's like, because when I came to the library, I was looking around like, I don't know where I'm going. Oh my God. I'm going to ask someone, <laughs> see where to go down the stairs around I'm the corner. I'm so impressed you beat me here. Yes, <laughs> yes. We asked. Yeah, that's what you got to do. And so I just, I love the word fellowship because I need to because it's some things that I might want to pour into you and oh, vice versa yes and so and things I want to learn about you so we can gain a better relationship mm-hmm. and so without gaining without communicating and spending time you can't have that relationship that's and so true. that's one of the things that I would like to see more as far as mm. the community of the faculty and staff it's beautiful that is so important so important and of course, for me, I would just like to see foundations continue to thrive, whether that's with the instructional assistants, mm-hmm. teachers, I mean, just the program in general. That's just one of my goals. Brittany, what do you think? Five years. <laughs> what are we going to do to make this place <laughs> even better? Well, I see the foundations growing, getting yeah. bigger, oh. you know, expanding. Um, I think that would be great to the community, you know. Yeah. Um, I know the foundation has been such a big change to St. Andrews and mm-hmm. but it's everything's been going well so I feel like it expanding would be something great for it because like Sheena said there's a need for it <laughs> absolutely absolutely well is there any other story you want to share and man Tabitha I I cannot get that word fellowship out of my head now. That is, it's a church word. I like, yeah. I like bringing in some church words. Fellowship is, 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 is at the heart of it. It really is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, any other stories you want to share? Any other thoughts you want to share um, about the past, how many months now have you been, since July? Nine, That's what the math. Nine months. Yeah. Happy yeah. nine months. Anniversary. Exciting. Yeah. 
I have a story. Um, when I did my interview, uh, <laughs> I never forget the day. It was storming. I mean, schools were closing. Oh, it was the weather was horrible. Of course, that's your interview yeah, day. That was of my course. interview day. But you showed up. But I showed up. I was <laughs> like, if I have to get on a boat and pedal <laughs> down Old Kent Road to get there, I was like, when I get to campus, I don't know where to go. <laughs> I remember seeing uh, one of the maintenance guys, and I was like, hey, can you help me? Oh. And so he was like, you're going right here. And so I remember going in and I had a, it was a panel of teachers oh, yeah. that was there. Uh, I think this was maybe in the second interview. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. so it was some pre-K three teachers, some kindergarten teachers. I remember Shay being in there yeah. and I was like, I walked into a room and all these educators were there and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I think I'm going to pass out at any moment. Um, and so I remember, you know, me sitting there and once everyone got to talking and mm-hmm. they were sharing their stories, yes. their experiences, yes. it kind of made me feel like, okay, yeah. I'm okay now. Mm-hmm. You know, these are like-minded educators yes. mm-hmm. and we're here for the same purpose. Yes. So let me just share my real stories mm-hmm. on things I've experienced and why I'm here mm-hmm. and not just think of something book-wise yeah. to say, you know, this yeah. dad yeah. and all that. So I remember that day I was a nerd. My ears were burning. I was so <laughs> nervous. Because if you think it about it. It seemed like it. You were so, you, it did not seem like you were nervous at it all. It did. Because I hadn't <laughs> did an interview in 18 it's years. It's been a minute. And so to get there and see all these people just looking at me and they, so they had questions. Everyone had questions. And I was like, they're waiting on me to answer. (laughs) (laughs) And so that, you know how your mind sometimes think uh, ahead. And I was like, wait, let me let them finish the question. Yeah. yeah, So it turned out perfectly well, but just when I first walked into the room, I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) I did not expect, because you know, it was COVID, you know, everyone was doing things virtually, but everybody had on their mask and they were ready. And I was like, oh my goodness. That's so hard. I keep thinking about folks interviewing during COVID because you're already stressed yes. and you like can't breathe. Yes. And you also have to mask up. Uh-huh. Our yeah. sound guy is also like, yep, I was there too. Yes. It is it is intense. And I do have to say, like, our St. Andrews way of doing interviews is intense. <laughs> like it is everyone that I ever talked to is like, that was a serious like that was a real so many rounds. That was a lot of people around that table. Yeah. Right. I remember coming when I applied for my for the kindergarten teacher position, I remember coming with all these bags and materials and manipulatives yeah. ready. I was like, oh my goodness. That was the first time out of all the jobs I had mm. that I had to actually teach. I love a, a teaching demo. It's my favorite part. First time ever mm-hmm. for me. So mm-hmm. but we yeah. are unique in that way. We are unique. That those the story sharing, and I mean that goes to sort of the desire to start. We started the school year with those story circles mm-hmm. or the dialogue circles. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna try, we were just talking about this to return to it at the very end of the year too, to do it again all as a community at that May in sometime in May. So but I think you're right, right? Like that is, mm-hmm. that's where it starts. And, yeah. and yes. maybe all of us could bring that into our spheres, whether that's foundations or, or upper school or we're admin, you know, like how can we cultivate opportunities? Because that's when like the walls fall down and you're right. like, oh, yes. we're all just, we're yeah. all just folks in a room. Like that's, that's it. Yeah. Like-minded humans. Like-minded. <laughs> that's right. Here for the same reasons. Yeah. Absolutely. Any other final words? Grateful for these two. Man, you, yes. you did well. You're building right the about building the building the of the team. team. Yes. You were thoughtful. That's so important. That's yeah. so important. Like those, are, I mean, that's the boots on the ground. Man. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I'm just so grateful for the three of you and all that you pour into these 
tiny humans. I'm telling you, it's so exhausting. I barely survived my own parenthood through those years. So I am just all the props, uh, spending time in those rooms with those kids. And I have to say that I certainly feel a wonderful community vibe and foundations anytime I walk in. And it is the best stocked, like in terms of snacks. Like every, we didn't talk about <laughs> snacks, but I do feel like snacks are also key. Yes. A lot of so food. important. We had the sixth graders stop by and hang out with us. Oh, you have did. Some treats for them today. It's so good. Yep. It's so good. Well, thanks everybody. Oh.